This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If. Only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. A weekend of heartache for Ipswich Town Football Club, but so many reasons to be positive as well. Last minute drama in Oxford for the men and an FA Cup exit for the women. This is the Blue Monday podcast. Hello and welcome to the Blue Monday podcast covering all things Ipswich Town since 2015. This is the flagship show. My name is Mikey Pensy-Smith and joining me for this show are the Rushmere Rascals. It's David Diamond and Joe Fares. How are you both? Good, yeah. Busy busy yep. weekend, sort of time to sit down and ponder what's happened over the last 48 hours. Contemplate. Yeah, good. Thanks, yep. Mikey. Yeah. Yeah. Emo- emotionally recovered from yesterday, are we? Oh, that was that was tough to take. That was a real, yeah, a, a real punch in the guts. That was yesterday, and yeah. just made for a frustrating drive home cross country. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. I was, I was watching it. Um, managed to get to watch it the second, certainly the second half, and um, yeah, you know, ninety fifth minute corner. It was almost. I can't watch this. I can't watch this. And um, yeah, just perhaps tempted fate, and yeah. Yeah, a kick, right, as Joe said, a big kick in the teeth, that one. Yeah, I said it was more of a kick in the bollocks, but there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I got told off for that last week. No, I deliberately didn't. <laughs> right, let's, let's get into the news, shall we? And ICFC women were in action today in the FA Cup quarterfinal at the Gold Star Ground. There was over 2,000 supporters there. It was a fantastic achievement just getting there. Um but it wasn't to be, was it, Dave? What 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 happened over there? Yeah, I I, I couldn't go busy busy today, but I did catch some of it on um, on the TV. Um, m- most of the first half and bits and pieces near the end of the game, and yeah, we just um, I think phys- physically they were bigger, perhaps a little bit more class as you'd expect. They're two divisions higher. They're well, comfortably midway, I think, in the in the WSL Premier League. Um, 
Yeah, just just to show, I say shame we couldn't give more of a go. You're right, an unbelievable achievement. I was there for the Southampton game in the last round. Incredible scenes there, and just a, just a great achievement for the girls. And what I must say, and I wasn't sure who was commentating, but they really talked the girls up and said, look, you know, clearly, I think the average age of the Ipswich side was like 21. Um, even younger when the captain Bonnie Hallwood went off because she's 34 and um, and you know they very complimentary and said look it's clear that you know a lot of these girls are young enough and can certainly hold their own at a higher level which is which is brilliant really um, yeah just 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 a shame as expected it was at Felix though very bumpy pitch which I think was a great leveler for both teams um, and the one bit of class in the game a really good move as we just said off air um, was a decisive goal was it midway pretty much midway through the first half really yeah. really really nice slick move and a really good finish um but yeah i mean great achievement and it's the old adage now you know <laughs> literally concentrate on the, concentrate on the league now and hopefully um you know get that top spot get in the playoff and get up to the championship indeed yeah the league is the real quiz isn't it joe yeah and th that's what they've got to be looking at now and yeah when you look sort of the progress that's made i know it wasn't man city this time but sort of two to three years ago they Put in a great effort, lost ten nil there. This time, yeah. I saw somebody had tweeted before the game the bookies odds for the game, and Ipswich were fifty to one to win that wow. game today. Ouch. Yeah, and it's like so. It's only lose one nil is a pretty lose one nil, and they had a couple of yeah. well, at least sort of one corner late on in the sort of like the eighty ninth minute, and couldn't couldn't get anything to work from it. But mm. still, to, to to sort of play like that, and yeah, as Dave says, the pitch was a leveler; it was bobbly out there, and it wasn't it wasn't able. Neither side were able to sort of put their best foot forward on sort of a quality of performance, but. To, to stay in the game and give yourself a chance. That's what that's what the small team needs to do in these games. And sometimes yeah. it works like it did for Oxford yesterday against the Giants of Ipswich Town men's team. But <laughs> today it didn't work when they got the late corner. No, unfortunately not. But yeah, there was some more exciting news coming out of the club on Thursday, wasn't there, Joe, regarding Game Changer, game changer purchasing the land behind the Churchman's Sand. This is really positive news for the club as a whole, isn't it? Yeah, it came out of nowhere, really, didn't it? I don't think anyone yeah. expected it. I'm sure, obviously, some people would have been aware of it, probably those who work for the council who helped push it. But, yeah, so the club have bought the what was staples or office supplies and what was the gym next to it and all the car park around there, which has just been empty for, what, sort of, probably pre-pandemic, really, days. Don't yeah, reckon it's, yeah. yeah, it's probably been yeah, empty since then. And mm. it sort of goes in with what they've said. Last week, we were on here talking about the big screen, the digital advertising hoardings, the new pitch that they want to do. And then this week, we, we sort of see another show of intent from the ownership. And Mark Ashton has spoken previously how the main entrance of the club just doesn't point towards a town, doesn't point towards anywhere, really. It's sort of almost around the back of everything. So mm. it gives their club a good opportunity to really sort of put a big, I'd, I'd like to say no one knows what it's going to be or anything yet but that's a real big opportunity to put a big entrance point there upgrade the changing rooms that are that end of the pitch some officing around the club because it is dated behind the scenes I know not a lot of fans go behind the scenes but you you have a look there and the sort of changing rooms the office space everything is very dated and bringing, bringing that all in and having a big main entrance would be a real real good thing to do and we've now got the opportunity to do that where we hadn't previously mm. I wonder yeah, what Ashton made of the Kazam Stadium, Joe, if he, if he thinks that Portman Road doesn't face the town. Yeah. I just, <laughs> the I, entrance I, of the I don't Kazam. really get it there. It's such a strange... Because it's not that bad a stadium, the free stands, no, are they? No. And there's talk that they're trying to build themselves a new stadium. And it's like, surely it'd be 
better to get a deal sorted with the previous owner to get that stadium, build the fourth stand and try and mm. put a bit of infrastructure around there than it would be to build a totally new stadium somewhere else. So I, like I said, we came in from, like I said, I was just following the sat-nav because there's a lot of traffic everywhere and it took us in the sort of quite a strange route. Ended up going through the centre of Aylesbury to get to get to um, to get there, and it, and it and it was fine. But I, I don't really. It's quite a long way from the city centre, isn't it? As, as probably you found out to your yeah. yesterday <laughs> as well. But it's a it's yeah. A I've only just work. got back. <laughs> <laughs> the only yeah, um, the lovely, only downside city centre. The only downside I can see from the planned development is they're going to knock through Breezy Corner. I can't believe that. Corner of the church and some, then the old Portman stand, Breezy. I used to stand on Breezy Corner back in the day. Fantastic. But I think that's to get better access for sort of machinery onto the for the for the new playing surface, which I think is being deferred for a, a season, isn't it, Joe? Did I read that? I think Yeah, it it doesn't sound like there's an, there's enough time to get it done in the, yeah, in the close the season this year because they have to they have to clear that corner before they can start the works. So with planning permission, that can take up it, to 12 this weeks. This is the corner between the cobbled stand and the... Yeah, Road, effectively, yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah. Um, there's just not not time to get that cleared and get the pitch in over the summer. You're sort of... From what I'd understood, in order to get the pitch done, the there was even a doubt whether we'd made... If we made the playoffs with regards to the f- having a leg of the playoffs at home, effectively, that we'd, wow. we'd have time doing it. It's, it's that quick a turnaround that it would need to be like, as the referee blows the final whistle on the last day of the season, Get it up. the groundsman would come running on the pitch with a shovel in his hand. I think it was it needed to be that quick after it. <laughs> wow. wow. But yeah, hopefully that pitch will be ready for the championship. Hey, Dave? Well, yeah, season after next, who knows? Maybe even the Premier League. <laughs> What's that song think, by China think... Crisis? I'm trying to think of that song by China. Oh, yeah, Wishful Thinking. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Um, in other exciting news, the Blue Monday podcast has joined Telegram. Even you're on it, aren't you, Dave? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So our viewers and listeners can now when... join us in our private messaging groups. It's not been funny Sorry. when I heard it, Mike. I thought, well, that's a bit of a backward step. <laughs> but, uh, but, yeah, I haven't seen one of those for ages. Knock on the door. Oh, oh no, this is bad. It's either going to be a premium bond win or someone's died, obviously. And, uh, but, um, no, that's, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, really good. Really good. Yeah, so <laughs> if you want to get involved in that um, and you want, you want some more details, if you could visit www.leveler.com. That's leveler, L-E-V-E-L-L-R forward slash communities, forward slash blue dash Monday dash podcast dash ITFC. And what Rolls can... off the tongue. It, it really does roll <laughs> off the tongue, that one. Um, maybe, I... click, maybe click the link on the tweet would be better. Click, <laughs> click the link on the tweet. But um, Rich did insist on me reading out the URL. Um, <laughs> good, good following of the auto queue. <laughs> yeah, no, no, uh, I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. I'm in. I'm actually in one for another podcast, yeah, not the top are, twenty yeah. podcast, and yeah. they have sort of different channels on there, sort of like Championship Chat, League One Chat, League Two Chat, Betting mm. Chat, and it's it's a really good community of people, and hopefully the same will be true of ours. I know we've got sort of a, sort of a good number of people signed up already on the waiting list to come onto it, yeah. and I say. So, what, what as, groups do we have available, Joe? If you can, we've just got sort of just general chat sort of podcast chat, Ipswich Town chat, the women's team and the youth teams at the moment. But as people join it and there's demand for other groups, I'm sure I'm sure new groups will come as it as has happened in the other one I've been in. But it seems like for me it's a really good place to talk football and hopefully in this one a good place to talk Ipswich Town because 
as much as I like Twitter, it has become not the greatest place to have sensible football <laughs> chat on over the yeah. years. And yeah. you can sort of put one thing out and for all the good that it, like I say, when well, how, that's how a lot of this podcast came from really. And a lot of the community that follows this has come from Twitter and good debates yeah. on there, but it's a lot harder to have those good debates. Now there's a lot more, rubbish on this to speak and a lot more aggression and it's it's, it's, no, it's not as well without sounding too much of a liberal lefty it's a safe space to talk football where you can actually put your views across hopefully without people abusing you or anything like that so that's, that's what that's what we want it to be and hopefully it will be but it's i'd urge it i know there's a there's a free trial on a couple of weeks free trial you get to start so hopefully people will try that like it and then carry on because it is a well the, one, the other one I'm in is really good. And hopefully this one will be as well. Indeed. And there'll, there'll be a little bit of cricket chat, a little bit of golf chat. Just so. general Blue Monday bants. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I'm just going, I know I'm going to get heavily policed by Rich. He'll be administrating. <laughs> when I start talking golf and golf and cricket on the wrong chat, on the wrong site, I mean, it's all going to kick off. <laughs> I know that. But I'm, pre- I'm prepared for it. <laughs> prepared for it. Dave, Ex- no, not on this one. <laughs> Shit. Right, before we move on to the match action, here's a, a message from our sponsors. With wings more crisp than a James Norwood finish, ribs meatier than Sam Morsey tackle, and chicken tastier than Wes Burns, favourite is Britain's tastiest chicken. And as a listener of the Blue Monday podcast, you can get 20% off by entering BM20 at the checkout. Order direct from their menu at chicken-ipswich.co.uk. They'll deliver anywhere within a 2.7-mile radius of the store. And if you're not quite as local as the Bond family, you can click and collect. The store is located just off Hadley Road. Favourites, Britain's tastiest chicken. Lovely stuff. Could have done with some of that yesterday um, when I arrived back in Oxford rather than just going straight back onto the beers. <laughs> there we are. Let's get into the match action, shall we? Um, we went into Saturday's game knowing that we probably needed to win and hope results <laughs> elsewhere went our way um, for us to stand any chance of gate crashing these these playoffs and maybe just, maybe just moving out of ninth position at some point um, before the end of the season. Um, and Dave, there was two changes to the side that drew nil-nil. It was a decent performance against Pompey, wasn't it? But mm. Morsey replaced by Tom Carroll. Um, which wasn't wasn't a surprise. Carroll grew into the game on Saturday, but, but Morsey did make the bench. I guess that was the headline news, wasn't it? Um, and Piggott was selected over Bond, which was maybe a little bit of a surprise. Yeah, um, Morsey was a bit of a surprise to me, being on the bench. You know, that's just, I mean, you know, my take on that: you're either fit or you're or you're sort of not fit type thing. I've seen that mm. seen that happen before and go wrong ultimately. Clearly, clearly, it didn't. So, yeah, that was no surprise. Pigger, obviously, in for the injured Jackson from last week. It probably, look, you know, I think we've all sort of championed him a bit that, look, he did perhaps deserved his chance and deserved, say, deserved his chance, but deserves kind of a run of game. And it's a, again, everybody collectively, the pod and everybody just so wants him to do well, so wants him to score a goal. And you think that could lead to, you know, his confidence and, and you know, um, more goals between now and the end of the season. But, yeah, um, I mean, we'll, we'll get to how we obviously how we perform shortly, but yeah, no, no huge surprise, I don't think. No, Joe, do you think do you think that there may be something in McKenna giving Piggott these opportunities away from home? Do you think there's maybe less pressure on him away from home, or do you think it's more just the diff the different style horses for courses, depending on who we're playing against? I, I'd say it's almost definitely the sort of horses for courses style and. 
probably sort of hoping someone that can sort of drop back into that space a little bit more and help us get up the pitch, hold the ball up at, hold the ball up well, and maybe lead the line a little bit better. But it just hasn't turned out to be the case, and has it for him? No. I think it sort of it was better at was it Fleetwood away the, or Morecambe away the other week, and mm. seemed to grow into the game. But I so say it wasn't it wasn't to be yesterday. No. Um, just quickly run through the Oxford team. It is a, like they they had a few injuries, but they, it's a decent decent League One team. Uh, Eastwood in goal, back three of Brown, Long, and McNally. More on him later. Sykes and Williams with the wide men. The impressive Brannigan was in central midfield with Kane. Bodin played in behind Matty Taylor, the danger man up front, and and White. Um, Joe, you were you were at the game for the for the start i missed the first 25 minutes um i think i was uh yeah i was driving through an industrial park going through science labs um lots of nice little oxfordshire villages um but it sounded like i did tune into radio suffolk and it sounded like it was oxford who made the the better start to the game is that fair to say yeah yeah but they, they were the, they were the better side for the at least the sort of first half hour or so it was um very, very. I don't know how well it came across the telly, but it was it was a massive wind that we were playing into in the first half, and mm. even when you saw saw on the linesman's flag, yeah. it was just really, really strong. Kicks were hanging up in the air and almost coming down sort of vertically once they sort of reached their apex, and we we were really struggling. Their press was very good, very high, sort of really pushed us there, and sort of had a couple of well, probably two or three decent chances. One sort of quite early on, which is sort of one ball and sort of Dinashian had been sort of caught slightly up the pitch and played in. And so I don't know who it was. That sort of came and had the shot and sort of maybe could have tested Walton a little bit more, but it's quite simple for him. And then a little a little while later, Joe Piggott loses the ball up front and it's sort of one ball and someone's in again and has a shot again, easy for Walton to deal with, but could have, could have sort of done a, a bit better there. And we sort of had two players struggling and sort of Dominic Thompson for the first sort of there was a, there was a long ball over the top which was in absolutely no danger at all and he sort of went down to sort of get the ball and all of a sudden tried to prevent it going out for a corner and sort of stumbled over his feet and ended up giving away a corner when there was not a, not a player within 20 yards of him and then for the next 10 minutes he struggled and yeah. couldn't get there but and up front Joe Piggott the ball just did not stick at all to him at all he was fouled potentially fouled a couple of times but it was one yeah. of those games definitely, where... Definitely at least once. <laughs> but it's it one of those games where you realise if you're not getting a lot from the ref, you need to sort of yeah. toughen up a little bit and yeah, sort of try... He's, he's a big guy, isn't he? Play differently and not go down because you're not going to get the fouls. And, but it was mm. just his touch. Everything was bouncing off him. We had obviously Chaplin and Selena playing behind him. We wanted to get into space in that area that he was dropping back into and there was no one in front of it. And it was just a really sort of disjointed performance in the first half from that bit there so it was a case of I know it wasn't it wasn't a vintage performance we, we knocked the ball around nicely at times once once we could beat that first line of the press we weren't getting there and Burns had a couple of decent moments down the right hand side Selena had was quiet but when he did pop up he popped up with a sort of bit of difference making like a ball out to the right hand side to Burns which led to sort of a half chance where he ended up crossing it in and I so said we, we played okay but if, if any side was going to score in that first half it was probably more likely to be Oxford it was, but it probably was Ipswich that came the closest in the in the first half. But Burns, as you mentioned, right. got got in Brilliant. behind a couple of times. He, he cut in, cut inside, and he went for the oh. Mickey Stockwell outside of the foot against oh, Berry, Great, didn't he, Dave. Great effort. Decent, yeah, decent yeah. effort that. Yeah. Um, but nil nil, nil at half time again. Um, didn't um, didn't Piggott have a? I missed that. A really good 
he said it came across in radio stuff. He had a really good chance. Was it? That was just that after was right the break. Start, start just the after second, the break. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But just on that first half, Dave, good to see us standing up well to a decent side. But I think so. Yeah, struggling to make the. I think stick. so, and I think we were kicking against the wind first half. So it was, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at a professional level, but with the I suppose it was worse at that stadium with the ground being open end. You know, probably is worse. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was. Uh, it was certainly uh, certainly a factor. Indeed. And you, as you mentioned there, Piggott makes a bit of a mess of an early chance. I, I realised I wasn't in the ground for that either. I was finishing my half-time fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, on 53 minutes, though, I was there to see us make a I double agree. change that completely changed the game. Uh, Morsey comes on for Carroll um, and Bond came on for Piggott. This was a real show of intent from McKenna, wasn't it, lads? It was needed. And I, I said, I'd, I'd I was sitting quite close to Craig at the game, so I spoke to him at halftime. We sort of both agreed on the sort of points that Joe Piggott sort of needed to go off because he was struggling so badly. And then also Tom Carroll was, I don't know, he just, I think Craig sort of put it that he seems to be losing sort of balls that are sort of 60-40 in his favour. And he seems to be the favourite to get on the ball, but still not making anything happen. And in that sort of game, you just need a little bit more from him in midfield. And I was, I was surprised when Piggott started the second half and then, I said we had a nice little movement. Burns gets away on the right-hand side, pulls it back to Piggott, and he's six yards out. And it's sort of the ball's a bit behind him, but he manages to sort of take a touch and take another touch and end up losing the ball and just clearing it easily when you've got to get a shot off. It's, it's, that's one of those ones that you almost expect him to score, and then you can't even get the ball under control. And so when you saw the change, it's like, well, yeah, they're probably, I think the Piggott move was probably six minutes too late. And Bourne and Morsey came on and both looked, really fired up for but it as well do you think yeah. do you think maybe with Piggott perhaps that was the call at half time but I mean you know to, to give someone the, the hook at half time is a further dent to your confidence isn't it so I suppose yeah it must be know. really tough for McKenna That's to always, I feel for the boy I really do because you can see just how bereft of confidence he is he looks yeah. absolutely shot of confidence yeah, broken. You sort of, yeah. you're trying to help him but you've also got a not but, hinder the team in that say because people say oh we just need to run a two or three games but you you, you can't give him no, that no. if he's playing yeah. like that and I think tried um, to give him that extra few minutes yesterday and really you shouldn't, shouldn't have done but you've you've got I know it's 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 easy to say that from the sidelines get him off get someone else on but hmm. yeah yeah um, and I don't think I've ever seen a game where you know they make a double substitution and it just changes the whole <laughs> changes the whole face of the game it's just yeah. unbelievable yeah. Bond, 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 I've got to say, really Bond, looked back to his best. And he, he was superb. Really... All right, not a goal threat. I don't say winning, he, winning headers, goal, but winning play. headers. Yeah. You know, getting his body in, the ball was sticking yeah. to him. He was bringing people into play, and fair play. You know, Leach is leaning on the, the manager said that probably that's the best forty-five he's had since he's been at the club, and I'd agree with that. Yeah, let's hope let's hope he can carry yeah. that through to the rest of the season because because we've seen how how good he can be. So Morsey's first attacking involvement sees him slip in Selina down the left. Um, he has the freedom of Oxford at times. Uh, he cuts in and his shot is saved. Chaplin tried to follow up. We were getting men in the box, weren't we? The cha Chaplin was really like attacking their penalty area at pace. Thompson then has a well-struck cross shot mm. sort of cleared off the line. We look really dangerous at this stage, Joe, and the away fans are really getting behind the team. And a couple of minutes later, it feels like it's it's non-stop at this stage. The ball doesn't go out of, out of play for a little while, and we we get our deserves, don't we? Yeah, it was just wave after wave at that point of attack, wasn't it? We they they couldn't get out of their half, and mm. and in the same way we'd struggled with the wind in the first half, they were really struggling with it there. They they just couldn't just couldn't get on the ball in our half at all, and it was just time after time getting there. And 
this time the ball just drops to Chaplin in the midfield and Burns is just down that wing and lovely little ball with the outside oh. of his boot from Chaplin oh. just plays yeah. there. Burns doesn't even need to take a touch to sort of keep the ball under control. He just runs straight onto it. And then you've got Bond who's gone one way, taking the defender with him. Selena's flying in from the left-hand side and Burns just rolls it across and it's an absolute can't miss for Selena and he just gets there, rolls it in and sort of cue pandemonium in the stands because it was yeah. real. It was a real good atmosphere yesterday all the way through and sort of summed up no more than by the goal. The pass, that pass from Chaplin was a thing of beauty, wasn't it? Flipping egg. The weight Definitely of it, it was weighted, unbelievable yeah. pass. Yeah, yeah, superb. And Burns' cutback as well, that's not easy to do when you're I, you know, he's, you know, how many assists is that? 12 or something ridiculous. Mm. He's got the double, hasn't he? I think, I think it's he, about oh, he, he, he could easily have oh, lashed that. Oh, you could have easily have lashed that across the face, hard and low, which is kind of what you're told to do a lot of times what, in that situation. And to be fair, where I sit, um, to be fair, where I sit, he does quite often. But um, no, he got, got his, his head, head up. up. And it was really clever from Bond. It was good movement. You, you, you alluded to it there. It was really good movement from Bond. To be fair, he sort of goes in, then takes a defender out, and yeah. um, he don't really want to fool anyone else. About Selena, he just sort of sweeps yeah. it in, doesn't he? Penalty yeah, spot. He was, Great he was goal. Never, he was Lovely never goal. Missed, that was it. Lovely goal. Yeah. Um, we continued to dominate after that. It was it was so, so enjoyable to watch, Joe. Um, Selena dribbles forward and eventually tees up Backinson. Oh, from where you now, were, this that curling must have looked shot, in, surely. It did, it did look in. Um, and then I thought, oh, maybe that was one that was further away than it looked. But if you watch, the, watch it back, it, you can see where the ball ends up. It's curled around the back of the goal. Mm. So it really, yeah, like, it if, if he'd have been a yard further out when he yeah, hit that, that, that's curling in. Um, good to see Backinson getting getting involved in this. I thought he had a really good game yesterday. I he thought did. he's, I thought he's really he's really grown into the the season, and he sort of came yeah. in without huge amounts of football under his belt, not knowing the squad, not knowing the sort of patterns of play and mm. like that. And I think he's been a really sort of impressive sort of pickup that we've had. And I think from what I understand, I think it was sort of Gary Probert on the Bristol City side who was or at the, who's obviously our director of football effectively now, who's really keen to push that and been a, been a good pickup. And I think he's one that hopefully will sign in the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't, didn't seem likely a few weeks ago that, that we'd be particularly interested, but yeah, he's really, really grown into that yeah, role. He's come on. I think, I think he started at MK had a really good game at MK, you know, just mm. like he does now breaking up play, keeping it simple. And I think he's sort of grown from there really. Yeah, he just seems to land on the ball as well. He always seems to be in the yeah. like the right, the right, the right place. A bit careless right with the, a bit careless with the ball sometimes, but yeah. then he always seems he's sort of quite rangy, you know, legs. He always seems to be able to sort of win it back quite quickly. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's, he's done well. Um, Oxford, they really don't offer anything. Uh, Aluko comes on for Selena, and Aluko uh, plucks the ball out of the sky. It's ridiculous, ridiculous touch. Ridiculous touch. Uh. Um, but yeah, every time Oxford looked like they might get in behind us, we just we just get back. Denassian defends well. Burgess was getting his head on everything. Um, Burns was blocking well down the right, but it was one of Burns's blocks slash tackles down our right, Dave, that leads to a corner in the 95th yeah, minute. Yeah, five minutes yeah. added on, and in the final minute, what? I don't happened? know who takes it. It's a good delivery. I'm it's not Kane. sure who takes Kane, yeah. Kane. Really yeah, good he looked good. He looked quite good, actually. Yeah. From what I saw, second half, he looked their best. From the, Certainly during the second half, he looked their best player. Really neat and tidy. Um, obviously, the goalkeeper comes up, so there's another body to mark there. And... Um, I don't know, does Burgess get called ball watch? And it's a good header, yeah. it's a strong header. I think Burgess gets a bit caught under the ball and perhaps guilty of 
ball watching, but mm. it's a towering header and yeah, the goalkeeper's got no chance. It's just a gutter, isn't it? It's just sickening, really is. You know, for how well we played second half, there was really only, there was only one side in it and they barely, Christ, I just got around our box. They barely got in a half because the wind, probably again, yeah. the wind. Um, and as Joe quite rightly said, every time they did, we got a foot on it, we got a head on it. It's just a, a real sickness, a real, real tough one, that one. I think especially in the um, in the season as it is, knowing that we probably needed sort of six wins out of the last eight games, yeah. and that was one of them. There we had it, we had it in our hands, and we yeah. and we deserved it. We'd be brilliant in that second half. We totally controlled it. And how and yet was... again, it's another manager after the game, Carl Robinson coming out and just saying how how good we were effectively. And yes. again, it's points dropped. How, against... um, how was Burgess overall yesterday? Do you think? I thought did, I thought he did really well, and I thought he's very. It's a nice balance, doesn't it? Sort of Left front foot, right foot, foot, aggressive defending, wasn't there? There was a, there was a mm. lot of that, especially in front of where the away fans were. Yeah. Sort of when there was a loose ball in there, he was quite good at just getting in there and getting yeah. through it. And, then, and he got his head on everything until that cross as well. <laughs> yeah, just posed on it. Yeah. You, you, he knew he balls it up because you see his reaction. He just yeah. sits on the floor, and he, and you, obviously you wouldn't have seen it on the TV, but he sat on the floor for ages, almost yeah, like just, until the game restarted, he was down there. As a defender there, you just need to get something on it, don't you? Just anything on it. Or, or, or even if you just stop them getting yeah, something yeah, on it, it's yeah. anything, isn't it? But... Yeah, yeah, and it, I mean it, that that ball in is maybe in Walton's area, but what Matty Taylor, I think it was, was quite clever and sort of just blocks him, keep, keeps him occupied, so he can't afford to come for it. I think he would have been a brave goalkeeper to come for it in because it was that congested because the keeper him, was up. I saw him do that at Sunderland. Maybe he's been once bitten, twice shy there because he maybe did he exactly just, the same thing at Sunderland. Just thrown himself there. on the floor and see if the ref gave him something. <laughs> yeah, he's. I, I mean, again, you know, look, looking at our set plays, and I know we've been moaning them and stuff like that, but we don't score goals like that, do we? Not alone, not talking about 95th minute, we just don't score goals like that. <laughs> yeah, it was a good delivery. It was a, it was a good delivery. And, Real yeah, flat um, delivery, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was a, it was a tough one, that one. Very, very reminded, tough. Reminded me a little bit of the, maybe not quite as bad, but the the Norwich. Ugh. The Norwich 1-1. Oh. When James had just scored, and then it also reminded me a little bit um, of Nottingham Forest away ball. when we played really well at the City Ground the, the year we made the playoffs. But that was much earlier on in the season, so it didn't. You walk away, you walk away from oh, yeah, the, two, of the two, game two, feeling two good game. about next season. But that, but that, that one, I think it was Michael Antonio that headed head the equaliser for Forest that day. You walked uh, away thinking, "Oh, we're going to be all right this season." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Murphy, two brilliant goals, buddy. Yeah, and I think if there were seventeen games left this season rather than seven, I think you'd probably walked away from that yesterday, thinking, "Well, sometimes that sort of thing just happens when you're the better yeah. team." Almost but, hope we some, almost... somehow we're still not we're still not out of it, are we? We thought at least almost... we'd have some closure after that game. You think we win it, and yeah, I suppose it is probably we're back in it. It was like a. It was like a plethora of nil-nil draws all over the yeah. gaff, weren't there? So we'll just go, go through these results. First of all, Rotherham, I know they're what 10 the men. How was that result? 3-0 three, three at home. They are, they are wobbling, Rotherham. They are, yeah. yeah. Sort of, they're, they're just sort of falling over the finish line, aren't they? Um, Bolton got back to winning ways at Crewe, 1-0. Um, Plymouth, this was probably the result of the weekend, wasn't it? 4-0 against Accrington. I mean, Some, from nowhere, they've now won five five, on five games spin. on the spin, yeah. and that's all they needed to do. They're probably there now. Um, Lincoln did us a favour, nil nil at home to Sunderland. Um, Fleetwood nil, Doncaster nil. Wigan big four one win over Morecambe. They're probably 
back in the back in the title race very much so we've we've got to play Wigan on Easter Monday I think they're only a, po- they're only a point behind Rotherham now with two games in hand so wow yeah and MK are MK are close, aren't they? Somewhere. They are, yeah. They they won one nil at um at four Cambridge. points four points behind, yeah. Um Charlton beat Burton two nil. Um Gillingham did us a favour, nil nil at home to Sheffield Wednesday. And probably the result that we take most pleasure from is Portsmouth nil, Wickham nil. Um but and that's classic. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, as you as you say, Joe, Rotherham's still top, but only by a point. We're going to have two games in hand. And yeah, Milton Keynes, I mean, as you mentioned, Dave, just four points <laughs> off off the top. Incredible. Pl- Plymouth are now on 71 points. I mean, looking um, at it now, we we're are 10 points just, behind them. Yeah, looking at it now, it's, it is just one spot now, isn't it? It's Sip, yeah. it's Sunderland. Um, that's yeah. really, yeah, the others are away. Oxford, what, eight points ahead of us? It's yeah. just Sip, it's just Sunderland now. Yeah. Yeah. Right, let's um, let's get into some Twitter questions. And first up, uh, Tony Rand has a couple of questions. I'll include both of them because they're both decent. Um, can McKenna turn Piggott into the player that he needs to be between now and the end of the season? Um, and if Burgess turns out to be the ideal left-sided centre-back in the game's left, where does that leave the fridge? Would would he listen to offers? I think Piggott, I think McKenna may be able to turn him into the player that he needs him to be. But between now and the end of the season, no. He's probably not going to get the chances now. No, I don't, I don't think probably so. Probably not no. now. No. Like, you just, you, we've just got hope because he's obviously signed a three-year contract and no doubt very good money after the season he's had last year. And mm. the fact he was a free transfer and had a, a lot of interest from elsewhere. you just got to hope he can come back to pre-season with a clear head, clear mind. and Yeah ready to go and, and we can get something going for him but I, I don't see him anything I don't think he's, I think it's 20 games without a goal now isn't it and I think you just don't know you know again you, you don't expect him to start don't we're already spoken about Bond I wouldn't expect Piggott no way to start Saturday you think Bond would start you know Piggott you know all he needs you know five minutes ten minutes comes comes on ball hits him and goes in ball goes in off his knee hits a scuffy one in you know it's all he you know you think that's all I, he's I think he's too just... I think he's too far gone that even a goal I don't think is going to get him back I don't I don't think probably right, sometimes though. players need a goal I, I think he's past that now I think he's just probably. he just yeah. needs to be put into hibernation until pre-season to come back and hopefully things are different then because yeah it just looks and it has and it's been weeks and weeks now where you think oh he just needs a little bit of this and, a little, and but I think we've been making too many excuses for him as a fan base really and in the hope that it comes good for him because but I, I think the season's right off for him and hopefully next year is better mm. indeed and, and Bur- Burgess um I, I still see him as being a, like a very good backup option in either as a centre back or a left left sided centre back, rather than the, it's a good I, option. I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to offers for, for no. For well, you're only an injury away from needing him, aren't you? So yeah. but if you think like Corian Darby's doing well on loan at Salford, yeah, very true. Elkin Baggett right. was on the bench Young yesterday, Baggett. wasn't it? And yeah. I'd say we, we look pretty well set at centre back with the with the four that we've we've got the four senior ones that we've got and those two in. For me, Ed, Edmondson always played for me, but I think Burgess gives it a nice, you know, right foot, left foot balance yeah. there, doesn't he? Mm. You've got lovely left well foot. What, um, what McKenna sees things long term as? Does he see us playing free at the back next season, or is this just something that he's got to get us through this season? And it's come in and it's worked, and he can see it's working and yeah. didn't want to change it too much, and we've sort of stuck with that. Is he going to try and change that? Because I, I know. 
under Mourinho and under Solskjaer when he's been working at Man United. They've never really been a three at the backside. They've always been no. more four at the backside. Yeah. So is he doing something against his sort of general philosophy that he'll try and get there? Maybe in an attempt to score a few more goals next season because we, we have been short of goals, haven't we? So mm. things might change. So I guess until we know what a McKenna... And I, we know what McKenna's side looks like, but what sort of his favoured maybe formation is as well. We don't really know on some of those bits, do we? No, but it'll be exciting to find out, won't it? Um, another question from Tony Rand. Um, at the beginning of the season, none of us thought, thought Wolfie and Danassian would be undroppable by March. Um, are there any players in the squad on the periphery at the moment that could become next year's surprise package? Could Baggett come storming through in the summer? I, th- I think because you mentioned in Darba there, Joe, I think it's probably going to be Baggett's turn to go out on loan next season, don't you think? Yeah. yeah. Maybe he goes to Salford for the year and takes Corey yeah. Darba's place. Seems that, that <clears throat> seems that of the loan players, it's in Darba that is really... Um, that is really performing performing well, isn't he? I, I'm yeah. not sure what's what's going on with Dobra at Colchester, Joe. Nothing. He's just not Nothing even getting, all, the squad, not getting no. a look Not getting a look in, is he? No. Yeah, and it sounds like Harper's not done particularly well at Crew. <laughs> no. But I say, I, I guess the players that on the periphery uh, is your Raheem Harper's, your Joe Piggott's, which which we've just spoken about at length. Maybe an Idris El Mazzuni, but it seems like he's going to have to go a long way to. Getting ahead of what we've got, but maybe, maybe the player that is here that maybe comes up is Kyle Edwards. Obviously, we saw a hell of a yeah, lot he's the one. The season and he sort yeah, of he's right because if we if we switch to a different formation, he, he is he is the, the one. Man. He's the yeah. one for me. I think that really could because yeah, you've just seen glimpses of it and it's flipping egg. But yeah, he he could be the one. I think because it sounds like um, McKenna had said. I'm sure he'd said that um, he was working as a, almost a right wing back backing up Wes Burns in. Um, before he picked up that injury in training, so maybe that's maybe that's the role we see him in either right wing back or left wing back. But it does seem like a few players you can see a sort of trend in the wrong way, isn't it? And it's, it's, it's a mean, trend in the right way. Some interesting bits came out of the club as well this week. I mean, Selena came out and said, you know, he'd like to, which is great to hear. You know, it sums up the team spirit and everything that you have. Know, use a great set of lads, but he'd like to, yeah, I'd like to stay. So uh, there's an interesting one. I think he's got two years left on his deal, was he? I think. Yeah, yeah. But so Dijon are no, nowhere Dijon. in the French. No, no, I don't yeah. think they are. So they, they, I don't think they can even reach the playoffs from where they are now. So he won't be playing for them next season. But it's where he will be playing next season. And I guess after this year, it's probably unlikely that he'll be in League One still. But we'll see. Yeah. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. 
For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. We'll see. Fingers crossed on that one. Paul Westlake, he, we played so well and we should have won. Totally agree. Our goal threat is still from the midfield and the number 10s. Mm. How many new strikers for next season? <laughs> and who? If, if, if McCauley Bond plays like he did yesterday... Yeah, you think nice if he plays to be one of our new strikers next? No, season. exactly. I think yesterday. I think he proved a point yesterday. I think I've, you know, I've, I speak to fans and things like that, and they're basically saying, not sure. We'd, you know, he's gone so long without a goal when he's come on. He hasn't really contributed much. Um, not sure. We're not sure signing him would be would be the right option, sort of thing. But you see how he performed yesterday, and you can see you really can see what he's about. So yeah, I mean that will that will be an interesting one, won't it? You'd think. As we, I think we spoke on the pod the other week with Joe that Jackson maybe you know in the sort of three or four games run that he had till he's picked up his injury may have done enough. I think probably you know you hear McKenna Sounds speak like about it for what McKenna said doesn't yeah, it? He'll be getting another deal or at least been off with one. So I I would expect yeah you'd like a sort of proven another proven goal scorer wouldn't you really to come in. Hmm. Because it will be the Nor- it would probably be a Norwood replacement, won't it? Because he's yeah, you would he's, think he's not going to be he's, here. You would think he's three. you would think he's yeah he's done. Oh, mind you, I thought that prior to Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> quite he's happened. proved but, he's yeah, proved us wrong before. I can't see him getting a look in now. Realistically, mm. I really can't. Was he on the bench he, yesterday? He even? was on the bench yesterday. Yeah, he's okay. not getting a look in. He's the not moment. getting on, is he? But maybe, like I say, Bond. We don't know where things are there. I wouldn't. No, he's not. He's not a player. I don't think anyone would be. You, he's not a sort of at the start of the season. It's like sign this player, whatever you, whatever it takes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe he's played himself out of a move elsewhere as well, and maybe it would only take a nominal fee to get him across in. Now we, we don't really know on that side of it, but I wouldn't be mm. adverse to Bond coming back. But it's a, uh, I, I think we'll be going down the route of looking for players maybe with a bit more athleticism. Like when you look at how McKenna's got so much at Caden Jackson. Yeah, are we going to be looking for maybe a young Premier League loan player to drop down and? I, I think we'll. I think we'll set our sights pretty high in this. In that, Joe. In no this, one realistically, if we're well. if we're still in League One, no one realistically coming up from the 18s or 20. Well, the 18s. Well, you, really. you got Tyree Simpson, haven't you? So whatever oh, the yeah. whatever the, the lad, um, that. I bet the lad Curtis who scored the goals the other week at Charlton looked a really, really yeah, he's sharp. Well, he's, yeah, I think, he's I think 18. He's, He's, well, he's a first-year pro, but he's missed. Five, he's been. He's only just sort of come back from injury. He had sort of a cruciate injury at the back end of last okay. season. So we'll see where he is. But he's, he's, I'd say, he's a fair way behind even the Simpson. Really, at the moment, he's probably someone that needs a bit. Of... Yeah, is that? I mean, any 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 news on Simpson's contract? You heard anything on that? No, there was there was only a bit that McKenna had said last week, basically along the lines that he's back training. He's done a bit of training with the first team and. It's not impossible that he'll get an opportunity, but I guess it maybe depends on where the season gets to. If the season's going to be almost over, if we don't win the next couple, and yeah, then you maybe it, maybe yeah. you start looking you, at some look players at who are here next year. But yeah, you don't really know do you, the contract situation. No. Mm. Sean Davy says he has a feeling that we'll go undefeated for the remainder of the season, but we'll come up short and finish in ninth. <laughs> it'll be. It'll be 
I'd rather finish alphabetically at the start of next season. Are we going to be ninth? <laughs> yeah, we're not be far off there. Are we? <laughs> They're probably right, actually. I can't wait to raise a glass because we're no longer ninth at some point. Yeah. Um, oh man. Um, Turbo Turbo the Sailor took a couple of snaps of snaps for me yesterday. It's nice to see him at the Great. game. He says this league is very poor, yet we couldn't get our act together at the start of the season, which has cost us promotion. Can we put the words time to gel into room one oh one and never hear them ever again? Um I'm sure yeah. it's gone in there, hasn't it? It surely has gone yeah, in there. Yeah, get rid of that. Already. Because we, yeah. we, didn't, we didn't need time to jail when the new manager came in, did we? He came in and he... <laughs> no. John McGreal changed the team and from four at the back to three at the back and it jailed within sort of about five minutes that first game against Sunderland. So, I'd say I came, we came away. I went to the game with a few guys yesterday sort of on the way back and tweeted something to the effects of it last night. But I, I just felt really positive about being an Ipswich fan. Yeah. At the moment, I think the manager's the right manager. We've got some good players. We're going in the right direction on the pitch, off the pitch. Everything's yep. going the right way. And yep. some of the football we're playing is sort of on a different level, really, to anything I've seen for a long time at, at this football club. Sort of probably going back to the Burley era, really, for the, the quality Definitely. of football we're playing. I know we had some good times under Mick, but that wasn't that wasn't this sort of football there. And Yeah, I, 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 I turned to my mate and said that. After the game yesterday, it was so exciting scoring a goal. When, you know what? We really, really deserved it, and it, it's, goal, it's great scoring a goal when you don't deserve it. Don't get me wrong, but but you know, it really felt like it was building and it was building, and it was building, and it was just a moment. It was just a matter of time of whether we were going to score or not, and then we did. And that, yeah, like you said, that is like the the Burley is, isn't it? And yeah. when you when, and when you think under Mick, those those goals, you know, the goal, okay. Um, Murphy scored some incredible individual goals that season. But, mm. for instance, the goal against Middlesbrough, the tab header and the move, the great move. I mean, everyone remembers that because it was such an outlier in that in yeah. that whole McCarthy era, wasn't it? Mm. But you, so you just look at it and we're not getting a lot of luck at the moment when you when you look at the um, sort of the last 10, 10 or so games and we've what, sort of drawn, is it four out of five we've drawn now or... Mm four out of six something like that but every single one of those games we've been a better team in by sort of any any measure that you can have with the best team most weeks at the moment, or probably every week with the best team now so yeah. if we can keep that up till the end of the season and I've no reason to doubt that we can't I know we've got a couple of tough games in there but if we can keep playing like that yeah we're, we're not going to get in the playoffs this year probably because it's take, going to take too much but with, like I say, everything looks very positive and that the manager's going to get his first window to bring in a couple of players that he wants to bring in as well. Mm. I think you're right, Joe. Just keep keep that momentum going to the end of the season. Just keep the feel-good factor there. Yeah, we're going to be short, but yeah, just keep that, yeah, that, that nice feeling around the club. Indeed. Dave, if, um, if you were head of recruitment and you were looking ahead to next season now already because the playoffs mm-hmm. probably be on this, where, what areas would you most be looking at making yeah i mean I, I think we've already set a striker probably want another st- a sort of proven goal scorer in there probably um central midfield player depending on what he does with you know someone like harper but i'd say another central midfield player maybe in the morsey role i mean okay you won't get another morsey i don't think at that level but some something there um <sighs> Left back. Well, yeah, obviously left back because Thompson, Thompson obviously isn't isn't our player. So, yeah, you want. Um, I'd, I'd have thought that. I'd have thought, yeah, actually left back actually a big priority. Actually, that's yeah. how, that's that's how I see it. But I think Joe's right. We're quite well covered at centre half with and Dabber. Maybe Baggett might go out on loan, but you have got Edmondson to come back. So I think we're yeah. really well covered there. And 
arguably since Christmas, Wolfenden's been our best player. I mean, he's just been superb, hasn't he, again yesterday? seem just a thoroughbred footballer, isn't he, that we all knew he, he, he was. And to think that him and Anassian could have both been drummed out of the club is just a mind boggles, really. Mm. What, what is Wolfenden's contract situation, Joe? I think I think he's got a lease next year plus an option on it. So I think he's, he's on a four-year deal with an option at one point. So okay. I think Do you last year might be the last could one. Could be one in line for a new deal? Yeah, oh, yeah, without a doubt. You, yeah. you, don't want to, you don't want him going into the last year of his contract, do you? Just, no. Just okay. looks a lovely footballer, doesn't he? You know, when he, you know, when he takes the ball from the back, sort of glides and gets his yeah. head up. A bit of a, a bit of a Ferdinand about him in, in that respect when he does mm. take the ball forward. And that recovery just elegant, pace elegant as well, which Rio had as well. Yeah, he's mm. just, yeah, whole his whole new level he's reached. Incredible, yeah. And Joe, looking 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 ahead again to League League One next season, how much are you looking forward <laughs> to watching Ipswich play? I don't know, Oxford's. And then watching England playing in the in the World Cup on the same day. Oh, I, 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 think they, I think they have said that the um, if England have sort of Saturday games, the EFL won't play that day. They'll they'll shift the fixtures around England's oh, okay. World Cup games. So, oh, so we, we could have double double headers. Then we could have <laughs> yeah, England, it, Ipswich on the Saturday and England on the Sunday. How weird is that yeah, Christmas be. time? amongst all your Christmas parties as well <laughs> the first proper year of Christmas parties as well absolute as well, which carnage will, absolute yeah. carnage that you Black be... Friday the last one before Christmas will be absolute <laughs> carnage won't it when is, yeah. when is the actual final tell me when the, when is the final it's the 8th, 18th of December or something it is that, like that close isn't it it is yeah. isn't it oh my god incredible hmm. yeah but the Premier League I think returns on Boxing Day so there's still Boxing Day Premier League fixtures. There you go. If I'm not yeah, mistaken, yeah. championship as well. Yeah, um, yeah. We've got got all, all that to look forward to. Um, you maybe going to circle November as your time to retire, Dave. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe. maybe just take a sabbatical or get. Like, probably a sabbatical. Yeah, yeah. probably. So yeah, yeah looking looking ahead to next Saturday, it's an, another another game against. A, I'm not going to call it a top six rival anymore, but a, another. Top team in 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 League One. It's just another opportunity to show just just how good we are, isn't it? Even if even if we're not going to finish in the top six. Yeah, they're the they're the form side, aren't they? As you said, yeah. five on the trot. They are the form side of the whole top six. So mm-hmm. yeah, be a good um, another good yardstick for us, I think. And, and let's face it, look, we played Portsmouth. Should have beaten them. Should have won yesterday. So yeah, just take we can go into the game certainly with. You know, lots of confidence, and you know the nice thing about yesterday. Clearly, you would hope Morsey came through the second half all right. I, I didn't come across from the TV, but didn't appear to be struggling, did he? No, he's he, he's he's seen still going strong in, the end. in amongst it. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Don't so, think, don't think. Yeah, let's any, you know for why. Let's just give it to him. You know, just really have, have a good go at him and turn him over and mm. play off the back back on the card again. <laughs> <laughs> God, just keeping us stringing along until Easter time. Uh, um, so yeah, Blue Monday will be back. Uh, there'll there'll either be a Q and A in midweek, or or maybe another another interview treat. Um, Rich and Seb will preview that Plymouth game that we just mentioned um, on Thursday or Friday, and then hopefully the flagship show um, will be available a little bit earlier next Sunday. Um, we're going to start getting these shows out a little bit earlier, so it might might be available. Um, as, as early as middle of the afternoon on on Sunday. So yeah, please hit like on this video if you're watching on YouTube. Subscribe to the channel. 
continue to make generous ACAST donations. And of course, please come and join us over on Telegram. Um, what sort of banter can they expect from you, Joe, over the next couple of weeks? Um, some amazing sort of Jay from the in-betweeners like banter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that is what that is what we enjoy, isn't it, Dave? From yeah, Jay. yeah, absolutely. Jay and Jay and Simon, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Just um, so, just quickly to take it on to more serious notes, something's just broken in the last sort of twenty-five Ooh. minutes. From Tristan Nydam has sort of announced his retirement on Twitter from professional oh. football. So we're all going wow. back to the injury suffered against Notts County. Sort of just a short tweet Jeez. there. Sort of saying, like many young kids, my dream was always to play professional football. I didn't know how or when, but I knew I would. I was fortunate enough to play oh, for Ipswich man. since I was nine and for England. Sometimes life can throw challenges at you, and the last two and a half years have been extremely challenging for me after my ankle injury. As a result, I've had to make a really tough decision, and that is to retire from professional football. Firstly, I would like to thank Ipswich Town for everything the club did for me for the past 13 years, for always supporting me, the medical staff, coaching staff, my teammates. I'm thoroughly grateful. I'd also like to thank my family and friends for always sticking by me. Lastly, I would like to thank the fans for the support they've shown me ever since I broke into and I'm forever grateful for my journey and experiences. And although my time as a professional footballer was limited, I look forward to all the different opportunities life has to offer me. And that's just, that's, that's just really sad, isn't it? He was a, yeah. when he broke into the team, did brilliantly right. well. And I think he looked, he sort of was a, the same age as sort of Downs, Dazelle. Yeah. Those like, and at one point, he looked like he was probably going to be the one that was going to kick on, kick yeah, on more than Kieran anyone. Dye, and, he was Kieran Dyer's favourite, wasn't he? He was. Yeah. yeah. Such a shame. Such a shame. Again, lovely, you know, lovely player, elegant, elegant player at it all. And just, uh, yeah, just, just terrible for the lad. But good he, luck even to him. When he came into the M, um, he came in sort of one game last year, didn't he? He did. So he yeah. did. Didn't, didn't look out of place. Didn't look really out of place. Sharp. At all. Like, I, yeah. I know from the people, the sort of limited amount of people that watching the under 23s games, they were saying that. He was the best player on the pitch when he was playing just straight back at it straight away. And it's just, I don't yeah. know, a, a yeah, real I think shame. We saw, I think we saw some footage, didn't we? Just, that, that it was like a bit of a player cam of him playing left back for the for the under-23s in a game. And he, he just looked so, so he solid. Was he was so well balanced, wasn't he, nice Dave? Like a lovely running gait. Yeah, no, nice, nice nice footballer, yeah. And mm. like I said, you know, good good luck, Tristan, you know, well. well Ever, ever life life takes you, mate. You know, yeah, yeah. Real, really sad, really we, sad. We sponsored the man of the match one game, and I think it was a game sort of in the championship where we lost, but we gave Tristan the man of the match. He came up, and we had a nice chat lad. with him. Really, really nice lad, really yeah. good guy, sort of confident, and mm. looked like he was going place at that time. And sort of, I say, like I say so was he local? Was, and, was he local? He wasn't. Was yeah, he? Wasn't, I think he's from Colchester. Colchester. I think he's Colchester. Colchester. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. he's um, Zimbabwe in, but. Yeah, I don't know if he was born out there. I can't, well, I'd, I'd have it somewhere, but yeah, culture boy. But yeah, really good footballer. Really sad. I know. It's, I know Ben was at Notts County when he had the injury, and it looked a real, oh, real bad oh. one. It's taken a long mm. time to get back, and obviously, just mm. his body just hasn't been able to recover from from that. But yeah, real, real shame. And best of luck to the future to Tristan. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, best of luck. Any anything uh, either of you would like to plug before we before we say goodbye, or just best wishes to. Tristan Nydam. Yeah, I think best wishes to Tristan Nydam, I think. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, really, really terrible that. Okay, yeah. Cheers everyone for watching. Good night. It's the 
the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.